Welcome back to Sharks That Bark, the only podcast where the sharks bark. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm, that's the intro, I guess. That's what we've been riding with. But uh, I'm your I'm your host, Fudge Howardson, joined with your co-host, Benny Basta, and we're in person. We are. We're together, man. Not <laughs> over the phone. This is great. I can't believe it. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> classic, classic. Well, shit, uh, we just watched some football. We'll uh, break that down later in the week, but I guess we'll talk a little bit of basketball, get you guys something to listen to over the weekend. Yeah, man, absolutely. There's a lot of cool stuff we'll probably talk about. I mean, uh, COVID's running rampant. We had the uh, first uh, Ball Brothers showdown. Um, Steph is back and cooking and... You know, uh, we'll have some reverse Randys, like always, get some laughs, hopefully. Take it away, Braun. That's right, that's right. Go ahead. Well, first off, I guess, Jacob, what would you think about, like, the ball brothers I don't know playing? who that is. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but what did you <laughs> I've think, I've never Pudge? heard of that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought Lamelo was impressive. I think Lonzo's a good player, so uh, Lamelo. It's pretty much like Lonzo, but he can score a little bit more. So, uh, I've said before, I think he's a good pick. So, yeah, I definitely think uh, he he outperformed his brother. I mean, we talked about on uh, just the first pod uh, that um, we both agreed that Lamelo was better than Lonzo, even though some people in the NBA world don't see it. But I mean, he was better um, on every asset of the game. I mean, twelve points, nine assists, ten boards, almost. Had that triple double, and Lonzo just had uh, five, three, and two on the night. So, um, and that nice flashly uh, sidestep three right in, in his brother's face for Melo. So that was pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, in Lonzo's defense, I don't think he's expected to do as much, which I guess could uh, be a roundabout knock on him. Um, but yeah, Lamella was impressive. I, I'm sure they play each other um, a couple more times this year. So Yeah, for sure. One thing that I was definitely thinking, though, is, like, just the difference in their play style. Like, um, Lonzo has so much more talent around him. If you look at the Pelicans, I mean, exactly. he's got, he's got um, Zion. He's got Brandon Ingram, uh, a couple other pretty solid players around him that you would think he'd be feeding the ball um, nonstop to, really controlling that offense. Um, and then LaMelo, really, other than Gordon Hayward, who's like the top talent talent there in, in Charlotte that they have. Uh, Terry Rozier, Bismack Biombo, is he still on that team? I yeah, think, he I is. Know. He's still the big there. Um, but it just seems like Lonzo, when he's out there, he's really kind of feeding the offense a little bit more than um, – Lonzo is so you know Lamelo is really setting those guys up a lot, um, which is which is wild. Also, like I don't know if you noticed this, noticed this, but Lonzo always seems so serious when he's playing. But then when you see Lamelo, like any time that the camera cut to him, he's laughing, having a good time, smiling, and it looks like he's just having so much more fun out there. I see what you're saying about Lamelo, but I don't think Lonzo is like necessarily Mr. Serious. I mean, he. Uh He's a ball. He, uh, you know, has some some rap records and has some, you know, interesting run-ins with, like, paparazzi and things like that. He seems like a t- cool guy, too, not like a super 
Not too stiff, but I, I definitely see what you're saying with Lamelo. So. For sure, like he's, I, I, I see what you're saying. I guess uh, Lamelo is definitely like just loose out there, having a good time and letting the game come to him. Um, I mean, even tonight we saw against the Hawks, uh, youngest player ever to record a triple double. Wow. Uh, Twenty-two, eleven, and twelve, going off. So is this? Do you Making the case for the the rookie of the year here, I hope so. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah, he's so. definitely a fun guy to watch. I mean, even in the the post game interview, you know, he said, uh, "I've been doing this ever since I was three years old. This right. is nothing new for me." Uh, and then when asked, like, "Hey, you know, Lamelo, you're only 180 pounds. Like, how are you getting all these boards?" He said that uh, he played a lot of 21 with with the homies. Is he really only 180 pounds? Yeah, only like wow. 180 pounds, but racking up the board. So I guess uh, you know, youngins out there play play 21 with the friends, get get in the game, and uh, you know that's how you get the boards later on. They need to give me a job for one of these organizations. I'll beef these kids up because <laughs> there's absolutely no way you should be 181 pounds. <laughs> if I was working for the Hornets, he'd be uh, at least 200 pounds. So. Yeah, I'm sure he'll put on some weight over the years for sure. Yeah, it's funny. Oh. He's six seven, one eighty. That's like I'm gonna look up his BMI. It's gonna be like anorexic, dude. <laughs> 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 one That's second, crazy. Six seven at one eighty is insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one eighty is like the lowest all way at six three. Seven That's that's considered normal. That's insane, dude. They're just giving passes to these tall guys. Or yeah, that's pretty skinny. Fat. He's definitely slim, but, I mean, he's 19 years old. So, you look at a lot of those guys when they come in the league, they, they're normally pretty skinny dudes. One and done out of college a lot of the times, and then they beef up over the few years. <laughs> Are you so. like 6'1", 190? Me? Yeah. I'm like 6'3", 190, so... Let's and see. I feel like I'm very skinny, but I mean I don't know. It doesn't even go up a lot at all. I guess, dude, when you're six feet tall, they let you get away with anything. Yeah, like Russ is six three one ninety, but he's a freak athlete and jacked, and I'm not that. So that doesn't make any sense. BMI is fake news. Yeah, I don't know anything about that to be honest with you. Um, but. I mean, I'm sure he'll put on some weight. Like, look at Tatum over the years. He was yeah, skinny not when a big deal. Yeah, a big I just kind of so. <laughs> went off on a little bit of a tangent. I'm sure Why are they letting these guys in at 170? I'm, I'm sure he'll be okay, but yeah, it doesn't make too much sense <laughs> to me. I saw a picture of Mike Bibby the other day, and I guess he he got huge. So <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone else should take after him. Like, he's just jacked. Yeah, Mike he's Bibby's jacked. jacked yeah, now. he's jacked. That's funny. Um, bro, Steph. What about Steph? He has been balling out for the Warriors lately. I've always respected Steph, but not liked him. And I have this weird thing with players that I respect and don't like. I just won't watch them. So, okay. like, I, I see it. Steph scored, like, 60 points, but it's like, I I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, some threes. But when he, fir when he first started kind of, like, jacking up these threes from deep, I couldn't stand it. I was one of those guys who was like, um, this, is, this is a bad shot. Like, we can't talk about this and say this is a good shot selection. But yeah, no, he's top three, like, most influential in the last, like, 30 years, in right. my opinion. But I don't – I for some reason, he's just been a little pussy ever since he threw his mouth guard. Uh, I guess for me, since, like, I have so much disdain towards guys like KD and Kyrie in the league, like, yeah. it, it, it makes me No, forget. he's better than them, I guess, now that we uh, – 
he's growing. He grows on me, kind of like kind of like Tom. I mean, like as good players get older, it comes harder to not like them. So. Yeah, for sure. I think also with the Warriors not being as dominant as they had been in the years past, it makes me kind of like appreciate him a little bit more and right. kind of enjoy Is his Clay game. Is Clay Thompson so. incredibly underrated? Uh, yes. Absolutely. That's why they're bad because Clay's better than Steph. You think so? Yeah, I do. I I do. I mean, yeah. I think Clay's definitely. I don't want to say a better scorer, but I mean, I. Steph definitely creates. I just rather have him on my team. Guys. I don't know. It's like hard. It's it's one of those. It's hard to put in a a reason why I guess, but he. I think one thing I, I like. I just rather put the ball in his hands late in the game. Like he's so cool, calm, and collected. Right. Like he's, he's such a sure thing. You don't have to worry anything about Clay Thompson if you have him on your team. Like he's gonna, you know, he's always gonna do the the the, the things that he needs to do to help your team win the game. Right. So. I think one and thing Steph's though. Reliable as well. But. Yeah, one thing though we have seen over Steph over years is he's definitely unselfish. Like he'll defer to guys like Clay and obviously KD when KD was there. You know he doesn't have to be the best player on the floor at all times he's okay with being the number two on any given night you know as long as as long as the team's winning but obviously now i mean they've been hot uh like in the last five games draymond has come back so draymond i think has definitely brought some help defensively to that team they're three and five in the last five games since he's been back and uh, in the last four games, Steph has averaged thirty-five points, seven assists, and five boards. So he's that that deep ball is definitely kind of settling back in for him, and he's going crazy. I mean, he had a sixty-two point night the other night, so um, he's definitely he's definitely you know helping them out. They're getting some wins. Um, do you think that they can be? I don't want to say a contender, but like a, maybe even like make a run for the playoffs no, this year or do you think they're out clay. not without clay like with clay i think they actually could be like maybe a contender contender yeah but i mean they'll make maybe the seven or eight seed in the west if they're lucky i just that just that that conference there's not another there's not a, a team in that conference that doesn't have two superstars like that's you know looking to make a run so for sure and without like the emergence of Jay's wi- James Wiseman or yeah I mean they're in a good spot I mean next year they should be poised to make another run Wiseman's gonna be a lot better I mean you assume Clay's gonna be healthy and you know Steph should be there too so for sure and I think they were expecting a lot more out of some of these guys they got over like the uh Kelly Oubre or I saw the craziest um, stat about Kelly Oubre today what was it the Warriors are 29th in three-point percentage and if Kelly Oubre had not taken a three-pointer they'd be fourth that's crazy well there you go so they're one stop letting the man shoot and you're good to go one they're one player slump away from being you know a great three-point shooting team again so that's crazy like he he can't possibly keep that up it's just not possible so we'll we'll see what happens there i mean i've always thought kelly ray was a you know a decent player so maybe he'll turn it around yeah i mean i hope so it's just a really crazy stat for For sure (laughs) um i was watching some of the celtics the other night with um with playing against the wizards and i think bradley beal might be the most underrated player in the league yeah but i don't want to spin zone back on you but like the the warriors are are not the warriors the wizards are terrible no the wizards are terrible no absolutely like 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 after the game i think beal said that like we couldn't even guard a parked car how do you score 60 points but yeah i mean he has zero help but 
What my point is just watching them, watching him specifically. Right, if he had help, it's like it was like when it was like Kyrie Irving's rookie year in the Cavs. Right, like, right. Shit, I mean, Empty stats. Stand out, but like you know, like you're when you, I, I'd like to see like his usage. Yeah, I mean, there's just nobody else on that team can hit shot, like make shots. Like, I think their best player is second year player in Rui Hachimura. You know, he's decent. I mean, I will, I guess, Russell uh, Westbrook, Russell but, um, man, it's just so wild that they're they're losing so much when when I watch Bradley Beal, it's like the dude can't miss. Like, he's so efficient, you know. Uh, his usage rate is high, but um, the dude is efficient. He's posting incredible stats, um, and he's making almost everything he puts up. So. He's a dog. He's a dog. Don't get me wrong. This team just sucks. So it's I just I like it's just hard to say that like in a regular season game, like when he's putting up crazy numbers, like he's never gonna get a chance to show what he can do in the playoffs. But like, right, that's where you really find out. Right, like, right. What separates a good player from a great one? But as far as stats go, I mean he's a fantastic player to have on your fantasy team. So yeah, no, absolutely. Do you think like though Bradley Beal on another like a contender? puts another team over the top i know we've talked like heard him in trade rumors over the last several years but he's just willing to stay with washington yeah i mean russ probably is not the guy but i mean i think beal is gonna Beal-ing be like beeling like a Harden or beeling like a i mean like a kd or beeling even like dame lillard or something like that i think could you know be pretty dangerous for sure Beal and Luca. I mean, you put him on the Mavs. Are they a contender? Probably. For sure, for sure. I think his contract. He has what one more year left on his contract. I think. Um, or is, when did he sign his contract? I have no idea. I'll be honest. I think twenty twenty two. So actually, yeah, after this year, one more year on his contract. I don't see him coming back to Washington. After this, I think he's got to go somewhere else if they're not going to bring in um, a star to help him. Um, yeah, how do you stay there? Eight twenty-nine by the time his contract's up, so yeah. I mean, he'll be ready to sign a max deal for sure. And he's playing the best he's ever played right now. So, um, dude, what's going on with the Cavs? Uh, they're hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and the walking wounded. So I mean. The we're five and five in this time through ten games last year we were four and six so uh, any progress forward is you know good progress so uh, Isaac Okoro has been you know pretty impressive he was er- hurt earlier in the year but you know he's better now uh, little I mean, war a, beagle there yeah a little war beagle for you that's a good pick so I've I've been you know happy with the pick there uh, Sexton's out with an ankle injury Garland's out with a shoulder injury Kevin Love is out Dante Exum is out and Matthew Delvadova has a concussion so. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> we're Good pretty night. banged up. We're pretty banged up right now. Uh, you would think one of those would be Corona. Yeah, I thought no. Andre Drummond. I was convinced that Andre Drummond was a rental, and to hear you know just some of the things like the way he's handled the media like through the first ten games has been you know comforting as a Cavs fan to show see that they're at least going out there and trying to win games. Right. So, um, I said they'd be the seven seed in the East at the beginning of the year. That was my bold prediction. We're seventh in the East right now. Obviously, only ten games through, but you get some of those players out. I think we could hang around. Yeah, I mean that was going to be what I asked next. Is like with those guys, some of those guys back. Like, how do you think this team competes with some of the top teams yeah, in mean, the East? 
Sexton's an all-star. He broke LeBron James' record for, like, consecutive 20-point games through his first three seasons. Um, That's so that huge. He's not – I'm not saying he's LeBron James by any right. name, but Colin Sexton's an all-star. I think Darius Garland's great. Like I said, Okoro's a good pick. Drummond's going to, you know, hit the boards every night. So is Love, so – that's a young athletic backcourt with an you know an experienced fundamental front court. So yeah. um, I think we could hang around. I mean, we're not going to you know win a title by any means. But if I'm not mistaken, I think the Heat were the seventh seed in the East, East last year. Yeah. So yeah. That's true. Who knows? Who knows? For sure. Well, if Sexton develops the way that he's been developing. He's all NBA caliber within the next couple of years, in my opinion. So yeah, for sure. Doesn't get the attention he deserves. He's in a small market like Cleveland, but if you watch the kid play, he's fantastic. No, absolutely, I definitely like. Uh, I like him. I liked Garland a lot actually coming out of the draft last year. It's I was kind of hoping the Celtics play. got him, but they didn't. With them both being, you know, I guess natural one guards, it's interesting to see how they play. But you know, Sexton plays the two fine, so I'm okay with Garland at the one, Sexton at the two. Yeah, they mesh well. They look good. Sexland and Cleveland doing yeah, good Sexland. things. Yeah, Sexland. Sexland. Sexland 2021. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I wish. Well, no, I don't wish. I was going to say Celtics literally look <laughs> just as dismantled now, but not at any yeah, to do with COVID, injuries. I mean, yeah. Good night, dude. Like, that's rough. I mean, that's in the NBA season when you're playing, what, probably six, seven, eight games in a two-week span. For sure. So. I mean, it's tough. I mean, with Kemba out already and they're saying he should be able to come back next friday is what they're targeting uh, against the magic so that's exciting um you know brad stevens said he hasn't felt any pain in in months um so that's that's huge i'm hoping when he comes back he's actually the kembo we all know and love and got to see in charlotte you know but we'll see um but you have you know Tatum and Brown playing the best basketball they played in their careers, looking like one of the top duos, if not the top duo in the league. You know to start the season, and here we got JT testing positive for uh, COVID out for ten to fourteen days, and we're not so sure about Brown yet. He might be out for tomorrow's game, but you know <laughs> to everyone's got COVID. You've got no JT, maybe no Brown, Tristan Thompson out, Grant out, Robert Williams, a time Lord is out. Like if none of these guys can play tomorrow, our starting starting lineup looks like what Jeff Teague, Marcus smart, knee Smith finally gets to start. Yeah. Um, Tyson taco fall coming in at the, the five for our starting lineup. So, uh, and the only three subs, cause we'll be down to eight men's would be, um, Peyton Pritchard, shout out James Bouchard, <laughs> um, Tremont Waters, and Carson Edwards. So we don't even have bigs. It's it, we have three guards to sub in, and that's it. Yeah, so. I think the Sixers played tonight with seven players or something like that. So we'll see yeah. how some of these teams handle COVID. See if it, you know, gets NFL bad. And we'll see like what the equivalent is to like the Broncos playing without a quarterback. Like, is somebody gonna have to play with literally five players? We'll see something like that. Do but you think that the league? would shut it down if it I got like NBA that again or inclined to shut it down in the NFL because Adam Silver is I guess a little more like social conscious than Roger Goodell so right um but like with with it's different like you you have an 80 games in the NBA like there's you you can find solutions to like standings and things like that when you only have 16 weeks in the NFL and you're playing on Sunday every week for sure 
you know, it's a little bit different logistically. So um, I don't think it would be too week. big of a deal if the NBA had to push games back, postpone games. Like, in, like same thing, like the playoffs don't really need to start at a certain time for them. So Yeah, it'll um, be interesting to see the way they handle it going forward. I mean – they always can push it back like they have had to, like they did last year. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess the only thing is you risk pushing back the following season again. Right. So, what, maybe start at Christmas again next year. But obviously, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully no, we finish the season. But every year. Like, true. That'd be fine with me. I love Christmas games either way, yeah. whether it's like midway through the season or the very beginning of the <laughs> yeah, season. So, so, heck yeah. Um, well, you got anything else uh, that you want to throw in there, basketball-related? Uh, uh, I mean, if the Suns are still number one in the West. The Lakers are two. Clippers are three. So, Lakers moved back up to two? Yeah. Man. They're fine. I mean, they're yeah. tied. They're both seven and three, so I guess they're tied for first. There you so, go. I mean, I guess the only other thing I would say is if you ever get worried about the Nets or the Lakers this year, don't because they're going to bully their way to the title. I don't, I don't see it happening any other way. Yeah, I definitely think that with the Lakers. I think the Nets are really, really good. I like to see a little bit more of them. There's some other teams in the East that playing their best basketball could be a good challenge for the Nets. But like we've talked about, they have great depth, and if Katie and Kyrie are playing their best, that's just Let's how do you wrap. stop them? You know. Um, well, let's get some reverse Randys going. Get some hee hee ha has and get out of <laughs> here. All right, you want me to give – who wants to go I first? don't know. I can start it off. Um, so this one's going to be pretty easy for you. Um, TV show, Red Valley County. I wrote the exact same <laughs> thing. You wrote the same thing? Red Valley <laughs> County? Literally? <laughs> All right, on three, what is it? One, two, three. Blue, Blue Mountain State. State. Let's go. That, did you really have that? Exact same thing. I'm bro, I had a feeling that's crazy. Damn, bro. I got a feeling the next one's going to be the same, too. That'd be weird as <laughs> no shit. No way. It's not at all. All right. All right you give me yours, because I don't know. Mrs. U Finds. Mrs. U Finds. Yeah. Like U Finds. F I N D S. You got to decipher it. Mrs. U Finds. Mr. I lose? <laughs> no, no, no. Try again. Hugh Fines. Are you talking about like fines, like a money? Like uh, fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, like you've no, been like fine? Fines, like, like the verb, like fine. Like I found something. Yeah. What? This is you Fines. Mr. You have. <laughs> no. Does it start with Mr.? Yeah. What? The other two are wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. He Hat. I don't know, no, dude. What's no, all right, give me a, get it. Give me a hint. TV show. I've it's a TV show. It's it's a character in a TV show. And we love it. It's not TV the name show. of the TV show. No. It's a it's a supplemental character in a hilarious TV show that is on Adult Swim. Mr. Poopy Bow. No, keep going. You're what? Really it. You got it. You got it. First of Okay, so it's got to be Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, Morty. that's what I'm saying. You. Dude. Finds. It's another, like, pronoun. I'm losing this, dude. <laughs> Mr. Meese. Oh, Mr. Oh, my gosh. 
See, the mister threw me off because I'm uh, thinking I'm thinking Mr. Poopy Butthole, you, you know, because same get, show, different character. I thought you get the me or the Seeks and it would click. Gosh, that's crazy. The farms threw me off. That's funny. Look at me. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Help me figure out this reverse Randy. All right, here we go. Um, last one. Um, change it up. Pancake apartment. Waffle House. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Damn, we should get a timer out. So yeah. Those are pretty easy today. But, yeah. um, gosh, I can't believe I didn't get Mr. Meeseeks. Not three for three. It's okay. Good night. How electric, bro. We both had had Blue Mountain State. Yeah. It's Did you literally long. write Red, Red Valley, Valley County? County. I know it's not recording, but if you want to look at it, I don't have video for the rest of you. That is crazy. That's crazy. Red Valley County. I literally was thinking when I was writing that, I was like, watch Jacob, or watch Pudge have the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea who Jacob is. Yeah, so. me neither. Anyway. Um, sweet. Well, we we'll got... Get, yeah, we'll probably get this posted on Sunday the 11th at some time. Um, we'll be back at you probably on Monday or Tuesday. For sure. recap of the wild card weekend. So yeah, we got some football tomorrow. Weekend, Definitely crazy weekend. things happen today, but don't want to get into it without... Capping yeah. up the whole thing. If you hear so. this tomorrow before the Browns game, go Browns. If you hear this after the Browns game, if it's uh, good news, hit me up. If it's bad news, never talk to me again. <laughs> yeah, we probably won't record if the Browns lose, to be honest. Yeah, but probably won't see you till Tuesday if the Browns <laughs> lose. But, <laughs> but if not, stay tuned on Monday. Yeah. So we're hoping Monday's the day for sure. Cool. All right, well, this has been episode three of Sharks at Bark. Uh, if you've been tuning in, appreciate it. If you're new to the show, appreciate it as well. Uh, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell yeah. your sister, tell everybody. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll get out of here. Peace out, everyone. All right, see ya.